the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the new Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Republican senators have successfully blocked all amendments from Democrats for rules changes in the Trump impeachment trial. White House correspondent Greg Clunkston reports. During a marathon Senate trial session yesterday, House Democrats asked the Senate to issue subpoenas for documents and witnesses because, as Manager Val Demings argued, President Trump wants to cover up the truth. The president is trying to hide it. But Democrats failed on all their amendments, and that outcome was fine with the president. I have great respect for the Senate as a body and Many of the individuals. I have great respect. So I'll leave that to the Senate. With the rules in place, the impeachment trial resumes one hour from now with opening statements from House Democrats. Greg Clugston, the White House. Also at townhall.com, the World Health Organization will determine today whether to declare the Chinese virus outbreak a global health crisis. 440 cases are confirmed in China, and there have been nine deaths, all in Hubei province. San Francisco International Airport Official Doug Yackel tells the AP the screening process there is aimed at Wuhan originating and connecting travelers. The passengers that are currently involved in this process are passengers that are arriving on nonstop flights from Wuhan, as well as passengers who may be connecting but originated their travel in Wuhan. We're not aware of any plans to expand this, but again, that would be a CDC decision to do so. The first U.S. case has been reported. A man in Washington state who had visited China and returned last week is now in a hospital near Seattle. He's 30 years old and reportedly in good condition. Stocks are modestly higher on Wall Street. The Dow is ahead 22 points now, and the Nasdaq is up 44. More on these stories at townhall.com. Statement is not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Individual results will vary. If you tried to lose weight and failed, it wasn't your fault. According to leading medical experts, when we cut back on how much we eat, our body shifts into survival mode, reducing our metabolism and making us even hungrier. But now, a breakthrough discovery that helps you fight food cravings is available without a prescription. Riduzone uses your body's natural appetite control, a molecule called OEA, to break that cycle. Riduzone is the only product that contains OEA. I've lost 75 pounds using Riduzone. My husband has lost 50 pounds using Riduzone. Riduzone has made it so that we eat less food, and it has taken away the cravings that we used to have. Riduzone has made it so that I can lose the weight without feeling hungry. Go to Riduzone.com. Use promo code today to save up to 65% off your order. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Save up to 65% and get free shipping by using promo code today at Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. I'm Lee Michaels here on Freedom 1570, freedom1570.com. Your forecast, a mild temps for the next couple of days, but we do see that scattered nuisance snow shower uh, in and about for the next couple of days. Around 37 today, we'll see some scattered drizzler snow today, tonight, tomorrow, uh, Thursday night into Friday. Actually, the weekend, and we should see those mild temps all the way through Saturday. Coming up next, Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black here on Freedom 1570. Hey there, Twin Cities. This is Amanda and Rob from Eye on the Target Radio. Join us every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 for your home for everything Second Amendment on Eye on the Target Radio. Yeah, I can trust you to at least know the name of our show. (laughs) Yeah, some of that is a little bit tricky. We are here on Freedom 1570. Tune in. Live every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 on Freedom 1570. Ringing liberty and truth. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. 
football season is almost over, but the big game is right around the corner. Pick the perfect big game score for your shot to win $50,000. Check out freedom1570.com for all the details and to enter to win. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're going to be celebrating Martin Luther King Day. You know, today we're going to call the show Behold the Man. Because Dr. King, uh, today I want to focus on three qualities of Dr. King. Number one, we all know he was black. He was African-American. I'm not sure what the terminology is. The politically correct America confuses me now about what I'm supposed to call anybody, whether it be a man or a woman or a black person or a white person. Uh, But uh, three traits. One, he was black. We all know that. Two, he was a man. Uh, And three, which a lot of people don't want to talk about, he was a devout Christian. Uh, His love of God, he was a minister, uh, as was his father. And so today I want to address all three roles, but I want to pay tribute to Dr. King. You know, he would have been 91 years old this year, uh, and actually I think I heard that uh, we are celebrating 35 years since this holiday was created. And so today we want to pay tribute to Dr. King, uh, and let's go ahead and play one of the clips, the most famous speeches that we've ever heard, uh, one of the great monologues, one of the great speeches ever to given, uh, I Have a Dream. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That's really all they know. Uh, they know he was head of a civil rights movement. They know uh, he has this famous speech, I, I Have a Dream. Uh, most people have never heard the whole speech. They've heard little snippets of it little pieces that serve them well. Uh, But today I actually want to pay tribute to Dr. King. Uh, I really want to make sure that uh, people uh, know who he was and why he was. That's an important question, why? You know, he who has a why can bear almost any how. Um, I don't care for who Nietzsche was, but uh, it's one of my favorite quotes. He who has a why can bear almost any how today. Uh, My goal is to actually share uh, the entire speech uh, by Dr. King, because he was an eloquent man. He was a man moved by the Spirit. He was a man that was moved by peace. He was a man that had a great example of another father. Today we live in a different time. To be honest with you, I don't think Dr. King uh, would be the hero uh, today if he lived today and was actively involved in today's world. Uh, because today he he possesses uh, two qualities uh, that would make him more of an outcast than he was uh, in the 60s. As a matter of fact, the, the speech that he gave, I have a dream, was August 28, 1963. And it starts out this way. I'm happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today, signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation, the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, 
Now, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. One hundred years later, the Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. So we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition. In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was the promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, should be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note in so far as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the Bank of Justice is bankrupt. We refuse to believe that there are no, uh, there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. And so we have come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice. We have also come to this hollowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time to make justice a reality for all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. The sweltering summer of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until there is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. And those who hope that the Negro needed to blow off steam and will now be content will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. There will be neither rest nor tranquility in America until the Negro is granted his citizenship rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. And ladies and gentlemen, today I want to talk about Dr. King. I'd like to get all of his speech in today because uh, we summarize things. And just like some people take a verse out of the Bible, we need to understand that it's all in context. Dr. King was a great man. And today I want to talk about those things. What makes a, a man a great man? And today we live in a society uh, where men are told they don't matter where men are told to, to sit down and shut up. I mean, let's be honest. Look at this whole uh, Mexit thing, you know, with uh, uh, the Harry and uh, Meghan Markle. Stunning. You know, and that's what the world wants men to be like today, like Harry. You know, uh, um, basically sitting back, letting other people make decisions. Uh, he's being told what to do, what to say. Uh, basically, uh, Meghan Markle runs the ship. She runs the show, and he's out there apologizing and walking away from his royal duties and doing all this to make his wife happy. And, boy, she caused a lot of destruction. Boy, I, it's good to know she's not American because I'm thinking, look what America's done again. Now they've destroyed the royal family. And then my wife had to remind me, well, she's technically, uh, she's Canadian. But, you know, they're going to raise little Archie uh, so he has no gender, you know, so d gender neutral. Uh, so he can decide whatever gender he wants to be. And uh, and basically she carries him around or pulls Harry around by his nose or by something else. I don't want to say that. But that's what the world wants a man to be like today. Uh, a man who is, is submissive to a, a woman. A man who uh, doesn't take a stand. A man who uh, falls for everything in the world and stands for very little. And today uh, we got to ask ourselves, what is it that made Dr. King so memorable? It wasn't just that he had a dream. And if you do know about his dream, you got to realize this. Without Jesus Christ, his dream had no value. He wouldn't have had a dream without a relationship with Jesus Christ. And today, if he were to stand up and say that, uh, he would be booed by a lot of people that so-called uh, so claim his, uh, his legacy, if you will. And so, so many people wanting to come out there and use the name of Dr. King but shouldn't we know who he was? Should we know the great man that he was and what drove him to be a great man? Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had a great father who gave him a great example. 
He was a man of God. He was a man of justice. He was a man that sacrificed, a man who served. That's what made Dr. King great, is because of those qualities. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about Dr. King as we celebrate uh, his uh, his uh, achievements, as we celebrate 35 years since uh, the Martin Luther King holiday was created. Uh, and this year he would celebrate his 91st birthday. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Today we're celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King with the topic of the show being Behold the Man. I'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warrantied name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsappliantsoutlet.com. That's pjsappliantsoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, we are celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., Today we are calling the show Behold the Man because I believe there are a lot of qualities about Dr. King that made him a great man, a great man. A flawed man, just like everyone else. I've heard he was a womanizer. Uh, Boy, if you want to look up some negative things on Dr. King, some things he said, some things he did, uh, probably wouldn't be too flattering. By the way, you can do the same thing about me, same thing about Donald Trump, the same thing about Joe Biden, the same thing about Hillary Clinton. We're all fall short of the glory of God. There is not a perfect, only Jesus Christ was perfect. We all fall short of the glory of God. But in a world today where men are lost, where uh, we have a world that tells men they don't matter, 
Uh, you have college campuses that are indoctrinating, uh, you know, uh, male privilege and white privilege and, uh, you know, of, of, of everything legal on the college campuses except two things. Free speech that uh, liberals don't agree with is illegal on college campuses. Uh, and all drugs are legal on college campuses uh, uh, except for one, and that's testosterone. So today we're confused as men. Men are told they don't matter. Men are told to, to be effeminate. Men are told to be like Prince Harry and uh, uh, let a woman run your life and don't stand for anything and be politically correct and let your kids become whatever gender they want to be. And let, I mean, it's just a crazy world. And I'm going to tell you right now, men, when men don't lead, uh, families fall apart. When men don't lead, uh, companies crumble. Matter of fact, years ago, I read a great book by uh, Steve uh, Farrar, I think his name is, called Standing Tall. And this is an excerpt from the book, and it's called uh, Lowest Common Denominator. He said, you remember the lowest common denominator, don't you? It's the single most important principle to successfully working fractions. It is also very effective in working fractures, fractured children, fractured family, fractured nations. I believe that if you look at every major pressing social issue in this country, whether it's teenage pregnancy, child abuse, drive-by shootings, teenage suicide, or the divorce rate, and reduce each of those problems to its lowest common denominator, you will find in each case the same root cause, lack of male leadership. With every, social, uh, every major social problem in America, somewhere in some way a father has failed to give leadership to his family. That's the root cause of every pressing social issue in this country. The deterioration of our culture has accelerated dramatically because fathers who are willing to lead are in the minority. And that's the lowest common denominator. Matter of fact, Daniel Patrick Moynihan observed this fact in 1965. He was a Democratic senator from Washington, liberal guy. So he's no conservative, no friend of Donald Trump, uh, not even a friend of most conservatives. Here's what he said. From the wild Irish slums of the 19th century, eastern seaboard to the right-torn suburbs of Los Angeles, there's one unmistakable, unmistakable lesson in American history. A community that allows a large number of young men and women to grow up in broken families, dominated by women, never acquiring any stable relationship to male authority, never acquiring any set of rational expectations about the future, that community asks for and gets chaos. Chaos. The word accurately describes what is coming in our country because of the breakdown of male leadership. When authority breaks down first in the home, then consequentially in the nation, chaos is the inevitable and frightening result. Now, I um, cut and paste this from his book uh, back in 2008, so 12 years ago. The book was written a couple years previous to that. So this was, uh, statement was made about 15 years ago. And look where we are today. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, that Martin Luther King Jr. had a great role model and a great dad. You know, Martin Luther King Sr. was uh, uh, his daddy. Uh, Michael King, on his birth certificate, was born December 19, 1899. Wow. Died November 11, 1984. He was an American Baptist uh, pastor, missionary, and early figure in the civil rights movement. He was the father of civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr., now, it's a great story. You should really look up this because this is why Dr. King, Martin Luther King Jr., became such a great man. He had a great example. He followed a great God, and he had a great dad. Not a perfect dad. There's no perfect. People got to stop with this perfect thing. That's why you got the left who want to attack Christians. How can you support Donald Trump? Well, you mean he's a flawed man? Every single human being, if you vote for the, somebody for president this year, no matter who it is, no matter Republican or Democrat, you're going to vote for a flawed person. You're going to vote for a person that's committed some crime somewhere. You're going to vote for a person that when they stand before God needs the saving grace of Jesus Christ to enter heaven, every single one of them. And to God, no sin is greater than any others. And so we got to realize, where else are we going to go? Like uh, Jesus uh, was asking Peter, you know, are you going to leave me too when everybody else left me? And Peter said, where else am I going to go, Lord? You have the words of life. Uh, you are the Messiah. Where else are we going to go? Are we going to leave Donald Trump or the Republican Party and vote for a party that doesn't support our values, that won't allow us to even speak the name of our God in public, who thinks that we're a bunch of hateful people because we believe what the Bible says, uh, who, whose, whose platform violates all ten of the Ten Commandments openly, brazenly, 
who basically every day every day tells God he's screwed up, he's messed up, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He made a mistake by making that guy a woman. He made a mistake by making that that girl a man. He made a mistake. I mean, really, where else are you going to go? And this is why we need to have leadership. And Dr. King uh, was, had a great father. Uh, Dr. King became leader, and his dad, um, Michael King Sr., became leader of the Ebenezer Baptist Church. Uh, formerly, was pastored by A.D. Williams after his death. And he pastored, I think, for 40 years. 40 years. But he took over at a time when it was tough, in the Great Depression. Church finances were struggling. But uh, Dr. King's dad, Mr. King, Michael King, organized membership and fundraising drives that restored everything to health. By 1934, King had become a widely respected leader of the local church. That year, by the way, he also changed his name and that of his eldest son from Michael King to Martin Luther King after becoming inspired during a trip to Germany by the life of Martin Luther, the German theologian who initiated the Protestant Reformation, though he never changed his name legally. Look it up. Martin Luther King Jr.'s true name is Michael King Jr. But his dad was so moved by what Martin Luther had did in the Reformation, so moved by how he peacefully challenged the Catholic Church, so moved by that peaceful resistance that it moved him so much that he went home and changed his son's name to Martin Luther King Jr. because of the power that Martin Luther had on him. And so today I want to pay tribute uh, to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, Dr. Michael King Jr. And I've been reading his whole speech. I'm reading it word for word. I'm not going to change his words. So if you choose to be offended, then you're offended by Martin Luther King Jr., not Scott Black. Continuing on with the whole speech, quote, But there is something that I must say to my people who stand on the worn threshold which leads in the palace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. Boy, these words, I wish people would listen to the whole speech, not just the part they like. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protest to degenerate into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. The marvelous new militancy which has engulfed the Negro community must not lead us to a distrust of all white people. For many of our white brothers, as uh, evidenced by their presence here today, have come to realize that their destiny is tied up with our destiny. And they have come to realize that their freedom is inextricably bound to our freedom. We cannot walk alone. And as we walk, we must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead. We cannot turn back. There are those who are asking the devotees of civil rights, when will you be satisfied? We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is the victim of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied as long as our bodies, heavy with the fatigue of travel, cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the city. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro's basic mobility is from a smaller ghetto to a larger one. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs stating for whites only. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro in Mississippi cannot vote and the Negro in New York believes he has nothing for which to vote. No, no, we are not satisfied and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's the man. That's Dr. King. Hear his words. And why did Dr. King have a dream? Because Dr. King knew Jesus Christ. See, Dr. King had a great role model in his daddy, Michael King Sr., who again, after going to Germany and studying the Reformation and and Martin Luther and how he peacefully challenged the Catholic Church, he changed his name and his son's name, even though legally it was never changed. So we knew that Dr. King from that point on is Martin Luther King Jr., And that's the thing we want to focus on today, the three qualities of Dr. King, or I should say the three characters. He was a man, uh, he was a black, 
American, and he was a child of God. And as I said earlier, two of those three today would not get him praise. Uh, It would get him chastisement. And so as we celebrate the 35 years since uh, this day was created as a holiday for Dr. King, uh, he would have been 91 years old this year. Let's pay him true tribute. Let's pay attention to his whole speech. Let's pay attention to all his words. Not just the words we like, just like the Bible. It's all true. Not just the stuff we like, but even the stuff we don't like. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about Behold the Man. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes. It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. Uh, and I am on the road. I'm heading up to Raleigh, North Carolina, where we will uh, lead uh, Team 212 through Leadership Awakening. Uh, we'll start Thursday at 5, and uh, Saturday by 5, we'll be compl- completely finished, uh, transforming uh, eight people's lives that will be in the class. Uh, and uh, a lot of men, a lot of women will step up uh, to be the men or women that they've been called to be. And, and that's what today we're talking about. We're honoring uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., uh, we're celebrating his uh, holiday, his birthday, his legacy, if you will. Uh, and today I want to bring a, um, focus on three qualities, Dr. King. We know he was black, African-American. Uh, we know he was a man. Uh, but a lot of people don't want to remember that he was a man of God. 
And that's why today we're calling today's show Behold the Man. Uh, and whenever I say Behold the Man, it reminds me uh, of Jesus. Uh, I think it's John, uh, John 19.5, uh, when the, the Roman governor Pilate uh, had Christ brutally whipped. I don't know if you know this, but during, the Romans were brutal. I mean, they had got from the Persians crucifixion as a way of to torture people and to kill them. It came from the Persians, one of the most brutal ways to die, uh, so brutal that they actually created its own word, excruciating, right? The word excruciating, if you're in excruciating pain, it's unbearable pain. Uh, and it comes from crucifixion. That's where the word comes from. Uh, but not only did they crucify people, but even before they got to nail them on a cross uh, as punishment, uh, they would take a cat of nine tails, and they would take a, uh, a multifaceted whip, if you will. It would have like nine different strands on it, and they would put rocks and chips, bone chips, and anything that would cut. And they would actually use it as an interrogation technique. Uh, and the number of 40 in the Bible is judgment. And so sometimes when people did something or accused of something really heinous, uh, they would get 39 whips. Uh, and it was used as an interrogation technique, so they would accuse you of something. They'd strap you up, they'd top your arms, stretch you out, uh, and then they would uh, give you so many lashes uh, with the cat of nine tails. And the outcome was for you to confess, for you to confess what you'd done. Because remember, this is just a, a little punitive um, uh, punishment. The real punishment, uh, paying the price, is going to be crucifixion where you die a slow, painful death. And so uh, Pilate's residence was probably in, in earshot of where these people were beaten with the cat of nine tails. I'm sure Pilate had heard hundreds, I've heard commentaries talk about this, hundreds if not thousands of people screaming out and being beaten. And what they would do is they'd hit you with a full brunt force of this whip, rip your flesh off with each time. And you were supposed to confess, call out the crime that you committed. Now I've read that once you uh, co- uh, agreed or you confess to the crimes uh, that the Romans had uh, charged you with, then you would still get all lashes, but instead of hitting you with a full brunt, they would just kind of basically lay uh, the, the whip on you and then lift it up. But until you confess, they would give full brunt, full bore uh, to every whip uh, that you were assigned until you confess. Now, Jesus Christ was, was whipped 39 times. It said he was unrecognizable when, he was, when it was done, uh, that his flesh was basically ripped off his back. You see his bones, blood everywhere. And the reason I bring this up in, in John 19.5, when Pilate had him flogged, that's what he called flogging, uh, he brought him out. And Pilate's words, as he looked over the crowd, was, Behold the man. I have heard commentators say that he took all, Jesus took all 39 whips, all 39 lashes, without uttering a single word, without crying out. Most people would die under that. They wouldn't even make it through it. They would die in the process of getting the 39 lashes. And they would cry out, scream out, uh, you know, cry out for mercy, for help, for pain, and just, just excruciating pain. And Jesus Christ took 39 whips and never uttered a single word. That's why I believe Pilate said, Behold the man. And today as we celebrate Dr. King, man, the the pain he went through, the anguish he went through, uh, putting himself out there. And I think that's a quality of a man. Matter of fact, in this last segment, I'm going to go through what are some qualities of a man because men were told today we don't matter. Men, I want you to know you do matter. You do matter. I don't care what the skin color is. You know, Dr. King's famous for saying, you know, I, I look forward to the day where my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And what Dr. King was talking about is judge me by those things I can control. Don't judge me by those things that I had no choice in. None of us chose the skin color we were born with. None of us chose what country we were born in. None of us chose any of that. Don't judge people on the outside like that. Dr. King says, judge from the content of my character. In other words, like the Bible says, that nothing you put in your mouth makes you clean or unclean. And there's a lot of people who do dietary restrictions because they believe God says you're not supposed to eat this, not supposed to eat that. Now, there are health conditions, and uh, I love pork, but, you know, pigs have more diseases. Uh, I've been told by a friend of mine that uh, a good cattle rancher won't let a pig farmer on his property because pigs carry so many diseases. 
So there's lots of different reasons to choose not to eat certain food. But if you're doing it to please God, uh, you ain't pleasing God because God says nothing that comes that goes into a mouth makes a man clean or unclean. It's what comes out of his mouth. Why? Because from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's what the good book says. And so Dr. King knew uh, that he should be judged on the content of his character. All men and women should be judged on what comes out of their mouth, not what goes into them, not what comes out of their pores, not the color of their pores, because they had no control of that. And today in paying tribute to Dr. King, we're talking about behold the man, because he was a great man, a flawed man. Uh, he, I've heard he was a womanizer. So have I been in the past. Uh, I've heard he was a sinner. What do you know? We're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. That's why no matter if you vote for president this year or vote for any elected official or someone you want to get elected, you're going to vote for a broken person. You're going to vote for a sinful person. You're going to vote for a flawed person. We're all flawed. We all fall short of the glory of God. And so one of my outcomes today is read Dr. King's entire speech. I played the little piece at the beginning that most people hear. But the reason why Dr. King had a dream is because he had a relationship with Jesus Christ. He was a preacher. He was a pastor. He had a good dad. If you understand the neurological levels, there are six levels Dr. Robert Diltz identified. Remember, I talk about this all the time. At the very bottom is environment, but above that's behavior. Above that's capabilities. Above that is BS and values. Above that is identity. Above that is spirit. And by spirit, your bigger connection to the universe. To a lot of us, that's God. But some people refuse to believe in God. Why does this matter? Because Martin Luther King Jr. had a great dad, Michael King Sr., he was a man of God. He gave him a great example of what he should be like. That's why Dr. King went to the ministry, because his dad was a pastor, a minister. And because his dad, he had such reverence, such respect for his dad, because of how his dad showed up, he wanted to follow in his dad's footsteps. It was honorable. He wanted to be an honorable man like his father. And you got to get that, because Dr. King's father, his spirit was connected to Jesus Christ, which affected his identity. And then Martin Luther King Jr. saw that man, saw that great man of God, saw his love for his Jesus. And so Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had the same thing. He had an identity that was connected to his God. He had a dream because he knew who his God was. He had a dream because he knew Scripture. So I'm going to continue on reading uh, the whole speech of Dr. King and pick up where I left off. I'm not unmindful that some of you have come here out of great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells. Some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom left you battered by the storms of persecution and staggered by the winds of police brutality. You've been the veterans of creative suffering. Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi, go back to Alabama, go back to South Carolina, go back to Georgia, go back to Louisiana, go back to the slums and ghettos of our northern cities, knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed. Let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you today, my friends, so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day the nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the Red Hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state suffering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into oasis. Of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with his vicious racist, with his governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and mollification, one day right here in Alabama, Little black boys and black girls would join, be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's why Dr. King had a dream. Because he knew God. And a lot of the things that Dr. King, I'm not saying there's, gonna, there's racial justice all the way around. I'm not saying things are equal. There are areas in life where if you're black, you're, you're, it benefits you. Whether you're talking about the hip-hop industry, 
whether you're talking about if you work for a black boss or black owner, when you're talking about the NBA or the NFL, there are many things. I would say Kanye West is privileged. I would say Beyonce and Jay-Z are privileged. Some of the richest people in the world today have black skin. Uh, some of the biggest business owners uh, in the world today have black skin. Some of the most uh, prominent people in the world today have black skin. That wasn't the case in Dr. King's day. And although we have a lot of work to go because we're all human beings, we're all flawed, the dream of Dr. King uh, is, is alive and available today, and a lot of it's been fulfilled, and a lot of it still has much work to do. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about Behold the Man. We're talking about the great man of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We'll be back in three minutes. You keep saying you got something for me. Something you call love, but confess. You've been a messin' where you shouldn't have been a messin'. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My my heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the, the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about Behold the Man. We're focusing on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., his legacy, his famous speech, uh, and the reason why 35 years ago uh, a holiday was created to honor the man. Today, uh, if he was alive, he'd be 91 years old. A great man, a flawed man like every single other man. But a man who had a dream, and a lot of that dream has been fulfilled, but i got to be honest with you, I believe that Dr. King would roll over in his grave today uh, because it doesn't matter anymore, the content of one's character. All that matters is what Dr. King railed against uh, is the, the color of someone's skin. 
Uh, it doesn't matter if uh, the color of your skin is white or black. If people treat you poorly because of that, they're a racist. Uh, if someone hires you or doesn't hire you because of the color of your skin, they're a racist. If someone likes you or doesn't like you because of the color of your skin, they're a racist. If someone wants to do you a favor or wants nothing to do with you because of the color of your skin, then you're a racist. And, man, there are a lot of racists that are white-skinned. There's a lot of racists that are black-skinned. Uh, race uh, has no color to it. Uh, race is just pure hatred. Uh, and, man, I'm just stunned by with what Dr. King's legacy and how so many people just want to take bits and pieces of it. So many people want to treat it like the Bible, where you take what you like and then you leave the stuff you don't like. Dr. King was a man. He was black, African-American. He was a Christian. Uh, two of those three qualities today would get him booed. Uh, boy, if he was preaching about Jesus Christ, some of you wouldn't want anything to do with him. Uh, boy, but he sure looked back upon with all greatness. But he would roll over in his grave today because uh, it's not Dr. King's dream. Some things that went worse, what the same things that was done to black people are now being done to white people. Uh, blacks only, no whites allowed. Uh, you can't come to this meeting, you can't do this, you can't do that. I mean, racism is racism, no matter which way it's focused. Uh, it's wrong. We're not to be judging people by those things externally that they had no, uh, no input on. We're to be judging people internally on those choices they make, on what they hold under the heart, on the bitterness of the hatred of the heart. That's what we're doing. And so part of what I want to do to pay tribute to the great King, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., is to read his entire speech, not just the little buzzwords that people like. So continue on. He said, I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted, and every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough place will be plain, and the crooked place will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it all together. That is scripture, ladies and gentlemen. That is almost verbatim. I think it's out of Isaiah. This is our hope. This is the faith I go back to the south with. With this faith, we'll be able to hew out the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. With this faith, we'll be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we'll be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. And this will be the day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, My country tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Land where my father died, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountainside let freedom ring. And if America's be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightened Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring. And when this happens... And when we allow freedom to ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we'll be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. And that was the entire Dr. King speech. One of my favorite quotes by Dr. King is he says, death comes to every individual. There's an amazing democracy about death. It is not aristocracy for some of the people, but a democracy for all the people. Kings die and beggars die. Rich men die and poor men die. Old people die and young people die. Death comes to the innocent and it comes to the guilty. Death is the irreducible common denominator of all men. And the Bible says it is appointed for man to die one time and then be judged. And we'll be judged by what we did. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got to stop the fear-mongering. We've got to honor Dr. King's legacy. And by using race as a way to abuse people, whether it's white people abusing black people or black people abusing white people, or people using race to get you to vote for them to stay on the Democratic plantation, it's wrong. 
I was watching the news yesterday, and former Vice President Joe Biden delivered a speech before a mostly black congregation at Bethlehem Baptist Church in South Carolina in which he spoke of race relations in terms befitting a biblical prophet. This is what the, 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 the news said. Biden's brief address to the weekend of Martin Luther King Jr. Day included tales of civil rights movement while expressing fear that the progress made during the 60s was unraveling, in part because of Donald Trump. Isn't that amazing? Folks, some mornings I wake up and think it's more like it must have been in 1920 than 2020. Really, Joe Biden? Really? I mean, this is a farce. This is what we're allowing them to do. Take something that was really terrible, really bad, and equating it to today. There is not that racism, and there is racism. Racism will always be part of the human existence because we're prejudiced. We prejudge. Trust me, I've been around groups of people of color. That boy felt very uncomfortable being white because they trash talk white people. I've been around groups of white people uh, that do the same thing to black people. It's wrong on both accounts. It's wrong on both accounts. Dr. King said we're not to judge people by choices that were not theirs. But, you know, today, if you don't talk and act and vote like everybody else that looks like you, then you're not black enough. It's so insulting. Kanye West is attacked all the time, not only because he supports President Trump, because he's a Christian. People used to love him when he walked with the devil and now hate him because he walks with God. Now, how about Clarence Thomas? An entire black museum was created to honor African Americans and the progress in this country and what they've done. And they left out Clarence Thomas. Why? Because he's not black enough. Because he doesn't think like uh, other black people think. How about the other Rice? You know, the one Rice, Susan Rice, who Roseanne lost her entire income and net worth because she made a joke. I didn't know Susan Rice was black. I mean, you look at her, it's like Meghan Markle. I don't know she's black. She doesn't look, she doesn't have any color to her skin at all. How would someone know that she's black? I mean, that's the stunning thing. So take off the fact that her, I think her mom was black. Take that fact out. And if she was, had white parents, she'd be privileged. She'd be so lucky. But because one of her parents happens to be black, even though you can't tell she's black looking at her, now if you criticize her, you're a racist. I mean, at some point, this has to stop because there are real racists out there. There are real people who hate people because of a choice that wasn't theirs. And when you group everybody in that just doesn't agree with someone who might have some color in them and you call them a racist, I mean, you dilute the fact that there are real racists out there. And when, when you get people like Joe Biden using race as a way to get elected, to keep black people in line, to keep them on the plantation, that's about as racist as you can get. I'm really sorry for Heather Heyer. Sorry that she lost her life. Sorry uh, that, uh, you know, people hate. But, you know, there's a Black Lives Matter rally in Dallas a couple years ago. Five cops were killed. I can't remember the last time I heard about that. But there's this rally here in South Carolina uh, for white nationalism where Trump said there's good people on both sides of the aisle. There are some people on the other side of that aisle who are not racist, who just believe that people of color uh, can be proud of their color. Why can't people of no color be proud of their no color? I mean, talk about the ultimate privilege. Everybody else is allowed to be proud of their nationality. Everybody else is proud of their skin color, except if you have none. If you're white, uh, you're not supposed to be. So uh, we got to be careful. Not to take one thing and don't let people use race. Let's honor Dr. King. Dr. King had a dream. Not like, like Rodney King. Can't we all just get along? Can't we quit judging people by choices that were not theirs? And I believe that's the quality of a man. I believe the great qualities of men, they're not, they're not found anymore. But I believe their service, their mercy, their grace, their sacrifice. And like Dr. King and many other great men... He could endure much for the benefits of others. That's a trait today that we've lost. And what makes a good man a good man? So let's uh, celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Uh, Let's celebrate his uh, legacy. And let's work, men, to be good men like Dr. King. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does.
Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If you're a homeowner, I've got great news that could save you money. In response to rising home prices, federal housing officials have stepped in to help make mortgages more affordable. Here's how. Some mortgage loans with specific maximum amounts are backed by government agencies, and those borrowers receive lower interest rates because the government insures them. But now the government is expanding the limits of these types of loans by 10% or higher. So what does that mean for you? It means a lot of people with mortgages will now qualify for lower interest rates because of this government expansion, and they don't even know it. So how do you know if you qualify? Easy. Just speak with one of our loan agents and ask if your mortgage now qualifies for a lower interest rate because of expanding loan limits. For a free quote, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-457-6947. That's 800-457-6947. 800-457-6947. Ringing liberty and truth.